And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Hi Carmela, could I get a skinny latte please? Also, I fancy something naughty but nice. You choose for me. I know how to spoil you, Jordan. How about a hot and hunky gingerbread man? Strictly not for kids. Or Vicky's chocolate nemesis? They both sound lush. I'll have one of each. Good call. It's not like you need to worry about calories, you lucky thing. I burn them off at work. Talking of which, I've bought in the briefing document for the Cycle Lanes campaign. Could you review it for me? Of course. Let's have a look. Oh, I like the artwork and photos. Very impressive. Can I hang on to it and read up on the facts and figures at home? Of course. Take your time. I've got plenty of other projects to work on. Charlotte must be pleased with how well you've fitted in at Westminster. She is and she isn't. Between you and me, something's not right with her. Physically, she's fully recovered, but I'm worried about her mental health. What do you mean? How's she been behaving? She's preoccupied all the time and she has these mood swings. One minute, everything's great. And the next, she kicks off about something trivial. That doesn't sound like Charlotte. She's normally so even-tempered. Not these days. In fact, she's become almost manic. I tell her she's overdoing things, but she won't listen. She just gets angry, so I back off. Uh, Have you spoken to anyone about this? No, but I will. I'll start with Raymond, see if he's noticed a change. Good idea. Perhaps she might need a bit of counselling. Maybe. I caught her crying in the ladies' luge yesterday. That's not Charlotte. She's always so cheerful. I reckon she might have PTSD. I hope not. Mum? Oh, what is it now, Bianca? I'm sorry I shouted at you. Mm, Well, you have been like a bear with a sore head lately. But I know you're only grumpy because of your exams. I do understand, even if you think I don't. It wasn't fair of me to say you couldn't empathise because you never studied for A-levels. I know you had to leave school early and get a job. Yeah, it's my biggest regret. I'd have loved to do A-levels. You could still do them, Mum. It's never too late to go back to college. You've always got your head in a book. You'd smash your exams. I don't know if I have the energy anymore. Of course you have, Mum. You're dead bright. You know you are. If you'd had the same chances as me, you'd have done brilliantly. No, I suppose it's never too late to learn. Exactly. Once I moved to Huntsford, it would be totally cool if we went to the same college. You'd be a mature student and I'd be... An immature student? Hmm. Guess I deserve that. Anyway, we'd have a right laugh, the two of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice idea, but uh, I can't afford to give up my job. All right, then. You can take evening classes. Hmm, yeah, there's a thought. 
Charlotte, darling, we must sort out this baby daddy nonsense once and for all. It's not fair of you to give me the silent treatment, even when I'm totally innocent. Oh, leave it, Raymond. What's the point of discussing something I know is true when you flatly deny it? There's no point. We're just going round in circles. But it's easily resolved. All I need to do is a DNA test. What on earth couldn't be simpler? Oh, I'm sure you two have figured a way around that or you wouldn't suggest it. Oh, Robbie is the father, love. You only have to ask Bob. He's over the mood about being a grandpa. She never thought he'd be any time soon. Oh, so he's fallen for it too. Well, I think it's disgusting. You're taking advantage of Judy going all broody on Bob now they're engaged. Oh, I don't know how you come up with these conspiracy theories. They're all rubbish. Oh, this one isn't. You wanted to get your own back on me for keeping a secret. Oh, no. Not the revenge for Rachel and the grandchildren I never knew I had story again. I love them to bits. Why would I want revenge for that? Oh, it's all too convenient for you and Fiona to pin it on Robbie when he's somewhere in the depths of South America and can't defend his reputation. Oh, I'd never cheat on you, Charlotte. How can you even think I would? Oh, just leave it, Raymond. I don't want to discuss it anymore. You're tiring me out. Oh, Charlotte. Whatever happened to the woman I married? Oh, morning, Trev. Sit yourself down. I'll just pop a towel around you. There you go. So... What are we doing this morning? Could you bleach my roots, please, Sharon? Uh, and give me a bit of a trim. Uh, basically, just, just make it how it was after you restyled it last time. Ah, oh, does that mean uh, you like your trendy new look? Oh, I love it, darling. It's been an absolute game changer. How do you mean? You know I've been online dating this gorgeous guy called Dylan. Uh, how could I forget? You've told everyone who walks in the Red Lion. I know. I'm sorry for going on about him. He's just perfect. Anyway, we met face to face for the first time the other night. Oh, we went for dinner in Cambridge. Oh, how did it go? Oh, it was brilliant. The first thing Dylan did was compliment me on my look. He said my hair was very chic. And that's down to you. Oh, I don't know about that. This Dylan might have liked the man bun you had before. Oh, he, he, he so wouldn't. He said he was so over man buns. You made the right cut when you told me to sharpen up my look. Ah, well, glad to be of assistance. Mm, seriously, I wouldn't have stood a chance with a guy like Dylan before you gave me a makeover. And now look at me, all loved up for the first time in forever. Oh, that's nice, Trev. But make sure he likes you for yourself. Not just for how you look. Don't end up being someone's arm candy. You're worth more than that, love. Oh, thanks, girlfriend. I'll, I'll bear that in mind. Don't rain on my parade, though. I've, um, I've got a good feeling about Dylan. Hello, Alistair. I'm glad you're sitting down. Close your eyes and open your hands. I've got a surprise for you. There you go. What's this, Chantel? A piece of paper? It's more than just a piece of paper. It's the marketing flyer for my new salon. Look inside. It lists all the treatments, plus the prices and special offers. I wish you'd consulted me before deciding on your pricing structure. How do you know if you'll even make a profit on all these treatments? 
Oh, don't worry. Laura has costed them out. She's going to be looking after the accounts. I never realised she was so good with spreadsheets. Why didn't you ask me to do the books? Laura isn't an accountant. Well, neither are you, Alistair. What I am, Chantel, is a highly successful entrepreneur. I know more about accounting than those bean counters out there. But Laura knows the beauty business. And she's very smart. Also, I've realised I can't do everything myself. I've got to delegate some tasks to a person I trust. So, you don't trust me? It's not about trusting you, Alistair. I simply prefer to keep my personal and professional life separate. Surely you can understand that? No, I can't. I think you're making a huge mistake. Mark my words. Either Laura will make a mess of your accounts or she'll rip you off. Maybe she'll do both. No, she won't. Laura is capable and loyal. She's neither of those things. As well as being hopelessly absent-minded, you're a poor judge of character, Chantel. Is it any wonder I worry about you? Tommy, mate, are you up? Oh, come on, Tom. We've got a band practice in half an hour. You need to get a move on. I've made you a tea. Oh, thanks for waking me up, Ryan. Oh, sorry, Jordan. I'm just trying to get your brother out of bed. Band practice doesn't work very well without a drummer. Is he even in there? Perhaps he stayed at Kylie's. No, he didn't. I heard him come in. Must have been in the early hours. He made a right racket. I'm surprised he didn't wake you up. So he was wasted. I reckon so. I'll be right back. I just need to get a nice, refreshing glass of water. What the? Get up, Tommy, right now! What are you doing, chucking water over me? What are you doing, getting wrecked the night before band practice? You're supposed to be a professional musician. Oh, leave it out, sis. Jordan's right, Tom. You've got to pull yourself together. It's a crucial time for the band, or hadn't you noticed? You can't afford to screw up now. Oh, whatever. And another thing, bro. What? It better have just been booze you got wasted on last night, or I won't be responsible for my actions. Season 6, episode 47 was written by Jean Fairburn and 48, Felicity Radcliffe. Carmela was played by Fee Fish, Jordan Anna Culey, Bianca Amelia Billington, Sharon Vicky Marchant, Raymond Ben West, Charlotte Tina Yates, Trevor Neil Arthur, Chantel Becky Zarati, Alistair Patrick Ruddy, Ryan Stuart Nunn and Tommy Pete Warman. Post-production engineer Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.